0: Hey folks, Lisa here from the Call That Girl show. Before you start watching or listening to the show that's coming up here, I just want to let you know that I happen to have a technical snag during the show. And what that means is uh, while I was doing the recording on my Zoom software with the meat, who you're going to be learning more about, my side happened to record really garbled, but you can still listen to it. I just sound like this. <laughs> it's really weird, but I decided to still put it out with a little... Uh, announcement beforehand, because everything we talked about was awesome. And for those that do software, um, using webinar software like this for recordings, I talked to my friend, uh, Matthew Rodella, who uh, does a lot of Zoom, and actually he introduced me to Zoom, and he said, yeah, it's happened to him before too. So if you're gonna be doing a lot of recordings, you wanna have a uh, backup software for the audio, so at least if that happens, you can go in and adjust it in your um, editing software. And I've also had Zoom sometimes crash on me. It's not the perfect software, but it's super awesome. I love using the Zoom. So anyway, that's it, folks, and we'll see you in the show here. Thanks. Hey, folks, welcome to the Call That Girl show.
1: I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 96. And this week we have a special guest, um, a technician that I met through the Facebook groups, the um, IT Business Owners group, and um, even though he doesn't do Office 365 as much as I do, I just really wanted to bring him on and introduce you all to him. He's been kind of poking around the channels and um, I thought it'd be a great way to learn more about what Amit does and how maybe he can help your company and how you can help his or whatever. Welcome, Amit.
2: Thank you, Lisa.
1: And it's Amit Meta from TechVoo and you are located out of Chicago. You've got two stores in the suburbs, right?
2: That's right, West uh, Chicago area.
1: West Chicago, how are stores doing for you?
2: Great! We've been uh, actually this 2017 hit uh, 10 years in business.
1: Oh my God!
2: So doing solid, and uh, and actually now we're back in our we've been in our growth phase. But yeah, they're doing they're doing great, and we're gonna continue growing now.
1: Well, everybody says that stores are dying.
2: You know, it's a uh, it's an interesting dynamic because yeah, there you'll meet a lot of people that uh, actually what they see is an evolution. They start with the at home business, get a store, then eventually go to MSP and uh, decide to get rid of the store or residential piece. But for us, there's a fantastic synergy. I mean, we've grown our profits and revenues by leveraging the stores and the residential business uh, to get into the businesses and do the corporate side. So our our revenue is corporate heavy, but uh, our volume is residential, and that feeds a lot of corporate business for us.
1: Right. So you so you kept the lead generation. Because
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that's
1: definitely. what I think. I I, I listened to the to the business owners online, and they're like, we're 100% MSP. And I'm like, well, are you really? Yeah. Because a lot of times you need those break-fix calls to lead it to the MSP, right?
2: Oh, yeah. And, you know, from a business standpoint, it's nice to have the uh, the shops stay busy with the break-fix and then uh, our our technicians to be able to go on site and uh, for us to do our, our larger project work by going out to the businesses and, and do the commercial and MSP work.
1: Yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot about that in the show today because what I've been finding out is uh, there's little golden nuggets with the meat that, that I didn't know about, and as we're getting to know each other more, we're exploring more and more ways to make money. <laughs> and I say it that way because that's what it is, right? It's business. Yeah, it is. So um, we'll start with the meat. Um, I get random chats on Facebook a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like you to tell your little story of how we met first. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. And so we were, so I was searching online uh, and it, within the Active Business Owners Group for something I didn't realize was such an old post until actually you told me later. <laughs> but I pull up a post and think, oh yeah, that's what I was looking for. And you had uh, personally a lot of success with your business and Office 365 coming up high in SEO. Um, and so I reached out to you and said, hey, this is great. Can we do that, but for web applications? Because we've, we've typically done a lot of.NET and PHP and, and other web app work. And, uh, and that's really where it started, you know, so I, I thought it was a recent post. I didn't realize I was resurrecting something from years ago, but hey, that, that's the power and the beauty of search, right? So brought it up, made, made a great connection, and then you were gracious enough to, uh, to tell me a little bit about your services and, and help us out and, uh, and get us on the board, so to speak, with some of the SEO work.
1: Yeah, you know, the thing I've tried to tell folks, which I've told you, is that, you know, if you want to do stuff on a, um, it's, it's managing the expectations of the SEO. I tell you that a lot of people think, well, I can get everything done in a four-hour block. And uh, Amit, you know, found out that we got a lot of different things done, but we got to test the waters. That was, I think, the most important thing because you could test it and see where your money's going to go. And we found that we hit an ace in the, an ace with you with one of the SEO keywords that got you national like instantly.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I will <laughs> tell you, when I explained that to some of our staff... I was still just so shocked that that something could go like literally overnight from from a page that never existed to number one worldwide, not even just like U.S. and uh, and for that long tail search, I mean, it, and it's great because for the people what that are looking long tail, for, that was like a three word. That's right, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, Yeah, it was. It was not even exactly. So when people are looking for it, uh, we're going to come up. And, and um, you know, we've we've gotten a couple random calls that I, I have to think are attributed to that. So um, well, I try to tell people that. I love exploring what we
1: can do with your web page and certain keywords. And that was one of those things that when we got talking, I was just threw it out there. I go, let's go try it. And all of a sudden I was like an hour later, look, boom, it hit. And it stayed there. But the thing is that I don't like people to say, oh, I want the same thing. Well, I always do a test and we did a couple of, I think three different tests, didn't we? We did a few. Yep. um, Yep. And then Amit is smart. He's like, well, let us sit now and think about this before we invest more. And a lot of people want to do other things that are more funneled. So meat has a lot going on, you guys. So I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> anyway, so since I met a meet, I brought him into uh, uh, into my circle of networking because I want you to explain other things that your group does that isn't real typical. Yep. That I've been thinking every time I find something, I'm like, you gotta talk to a meat because his team does that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so you again, you were gracious enough to make an introduction to someone that did that needed help with a SQL database, for example. And so, our business started off early on, and this is back ten years ago, with a lot of web application work, uh, database work, and whatnot. Um, so, we we have grown into uh, and grown a lot of revenue in break fix and uh, and MSP work, but the a, a big part of our revenue each year is still web applications. So. Uh, that was one piece that, that I thought was very complimentary, actually, to the services you provide, uh, mm-hmm. because we can, we can always leverage your expertise in SEO and Office 365 and a lot of other things, while we can provide a lot of these, um, I guess what you would call sort of maybe unrelated or random things like databases, uh, web application, and uh, virtual fabrics. So we do a lot of uh, hypervising, uh, virtualization of desktops, and whatnot. So uh, over the years, you know, we've, we've spread our wings a little bit in a few different technologies, uh, but, uh, but that core of, of development and database maintenance and, and uh, custom software has, has always been a, a piece of it for us. It's mm-hmm. a large piece.
1: Yeah, so now when I'm in the Facebook groups, I see something. And for those watching, you see me doing this all the time. I, I'm a referral machine now. I will go, oh, that one's for a meet, and I will either go chat or go tag him, and then I will sometimes go email him if I think he's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because my eyes are quick on stuff, and yeah. when people want things, I'm like, who do I know? So it's, it's I'm finding out that there's a lot. I like to know the specifics you do well to be able to help get you those, those jobs, and if you don't know them well, let's find somebody else because we don't have time to fool around with. I might know it.
2: Exactly, no. No. Yeah, and, and that's where actually I think I've seen a lot of uh, benefit as well because I, when I looked at your page, so you have that technician uh, or the referral form page, which I think is really useful because, you know, with technology, I think it changed. Maybe 15, 20 years ago, you could basically know it all, but now yeah. no one can really know it all. I mean, there's enough depth to each piece of technology and the breadth is so wide that I, I think at this point, it's uh, it's fair to say that we're all going to need someone. At some point and refer something out so you provide a great sort of brokering uh, hub there for us to be able to come back and say okay well I may not be the the expert in SharePoint but you you either can help us or you know someone so that that network has really been good for us
1: it is important and I really would I'm inviting all the folks listening to go check out the referral form now here's the thing is that I kind of have it filled with people I already need but if you find a hole that you are not, you know, that you do that's not on there, contact me. I will add you. What I'd like to do eventually is email all the referral people at once and say, now let's make the circle bigger uh, between us. Because right now it's just me managing all the referrals. But, I mean, to have a, I, I want to call it the expert circle, but really it's, you know, you don't have to be an expert, but just have a lot of knowledge in it to help somebody. And what I like about this is everybody is by the hour. Nobody has project rates. And that's what I think kills off a lot of referrals. Is somebody might be like, "Well, we don't do anything for less than five grand." Well, that's not going to help because we all are still in break fix, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, so. yeah, you're you're exactly right. You know, and if if a need is small enough that it is just a one hour consult or a, or a you know three hour, three and a half hours, whatever it ends up being, then fine. You know, let's say, let's engage with the customer and and build a relationship. And at the end of the day, at least you or I. Talk to one of our clients, got them a solution, and we we will you know meet another day, and it's good. Instead of dropping it or saying it was a bad referral, uh, you know, there's no such thing.
1: Well, I've had some that were supposed to be $7,000 projects that turned out to be nothing. You don't get excited until you see the referral check come in. You know what I mean? And you <laughs> yep. just have to do what you do, and I think uh, I have a, a guy down in Kentucky that sent me a referral four years ago. Don't even remember his name, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, this client buys $1,600 of tickets from me. So that's been four wow. years. He vanished. Well, the other <laughs> day he calls me and he's like, hey, it's so-and-so from that referral. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> like yeah, you still work. there. <laughs> that one-hour job has led to thousands yeah. of dollars of work because I did a good job. And he never asked for a referral commission. Cool guy. But, you know, I think that wow. the one thing I've added on is I really want a referral commission now. It makes me work harder.
2: Yeah. You notice how fast I'm out taking people? Boy, absolutely, and, and you know, what the, and, and that's the key, right? When you said it's, it's about business and about making money, we want to we want to do it properly, then, and we want to have a system that makes sense for everyone, and that does it. I think having the, the referral uh, the referral system in place, it it does it. it makes sense.
1: It does, and and everybody of so far I've got in the referral form. I'm not going to lie; everybody pays me a commission, so it's there. You be it on the list, you're paying me a commission, but I will work hard to find you those leads when I can. And if you don't want to,
2: you're not in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fair enough, right? That's fair enough.
1: Well, I have one guy that is in some of the groups I'm in. And even though, here's what's funny is I might tag him and I still get the commission because I found it first. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. Just because you're a group group member doesn't mean it counts, you know. But, um, yeah, the referrals this year, i got to say, have been incredible. I've given my migration tech, I think, eight migrations since January 1. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Because last year I had – I've said it on the other shows. My migrations were about 40% in 2016, 5% in 17 because I just gave up. I was so tired of them. Yeah. Well, this year I was like, ah, I found a tech to do them. So now I've done Bet. eight already, which is already wow. First, well, it's February second, right now, eight already. <laughs> my my commission checks are just flowing in. And I love love
2: Yeah, no, that's that's good. It, it, that's uh, it's like a tiered a uh, tiered approach to it. You know, you build on it.
1: Well, yeah, and then plus it helps other small businesses work with small businesses, which we're all about is supporting small business.
2: Yeah, and you know, speaking of referrals, so so one of the other things that you had referred me to was ASCII, the uh, the group, which is mostly made up of MSPs, and and that again was a a good uh, complementary sort of a group to be a part of for us because doing a, a lot of the custom development um, and uh, and database design and applications uh, and websites, that's something that a lot of typical MSP shops don't necessarily get involved in. Right. So they they may do some of the the hosting or even the virtual fabric, but they usually don't do the the developer side of it uh, or the wireframes and the UX/UI design and all of that. So that's where that's where we really get into that. And so uh, what's been interesting is you know I think you introduced them into it a couple of weeks ago, and already uh, I've had two web application conversations and uh, and started kicked off some work for uh, uh, some server work as well. So. Uh, it's uh, it it's, it's a great thing. This whole referral community, and I know you're you're a true networker, so so you live and breathe this. But it's a great thing.
1: Well, I think last year I probably gave away I don't know, let's just say uh, tons of referrals, and I didn't ask for money. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> now that I ask for money, people aren't saying no. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> you were you were leaving it on the table, huh?
1: <laughs> well, I was, and you know what? Honestly, part of my two thousand seventeen end of year was so exhausting doing things for free. Yeah. That I've actually turned down helping people in Facebook chat.
2: Yeah, you okay. know, uh, the interesting thing I think from a business perspective is no one necessarily wants stuff for free. I think we right. all we all understand that, that we're in business here, and uh, we should all benefit. So when you make it easy for them by just proposing an idea of, hey, how, how about if we refer this way or have this sort of commission set up? It makes it easy. I, everyone wants to say yes. It just you know they're not sure if the proposal's not out there they don't know if they should offer they don't know if this is a one-off but you know you make it easy
1: well here's my theory is that if they're if if you pose a question to me in a private chat i'll say go ask the group because then <laughs> the group answers and i'll chime in in my free time but i'm not going to sit yeah. there and t- you know i've had yeah. some people try to get a full-blown you wrote resolution for free in Facebook chat. I'm like, look, I can't do that.
2: It's like a whole consultation. Right.
1: And, <laughs> the, and I love it because I love everybody, but they're like, well, because we're friends. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't ask you those questions, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so now you make it simple and you say, hey, look, happy to help. Here's uh, here's like a, a way of dealing with that. No problem.
1: I send them to the groups. Yeah. And that's good because then everybody learns from that same question. Exactly. So most of my uh, folks watching the show here know that yep. – I've got the three office or three Outlook and Office groups, which is a great place to. God, there's just so much information in these groups now. Meet it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. The Office group has over a thousand. The Outlook one has around 350. The IT bog has about 1,400, and wow. that thing is on fire. And plus, I I'm in TechNibble and ASCII, so
2: that's. <laughs> So, so you're a little tied up with all that. <laughs>
1: I got, I got extras outside of that. So I'm trying to keep my eyes on stuff. But I mean, the thing is, is that this oh, yeah. year is the year I make money, mm-hmm. and we all can help each other. And um, that ASCII group, let me just tell you, it, it's an interesting group. And I've talked about them on the show before. Okay. It's uh, for anybody listening. They, um, it's a, it's a paid group. It's very, you know, kind of. Um, well, it's not, it's not expensive, but it's a paid organization. I'm not going to talk numbers in case it changes, but uh, you do pay by the quarter or by the year. There's a ton of benefits, though.
2: Have you been diving into the benefits? You know, a, a little bit, yeah. It's like some of the partnerships that they have. and um, Discounts. Yeah, you know, one thing in particular that I, I haven't followed up fully on, but I did sign up for the uh, resale of the warranty. I've been looking for a good warranty program to resell because we have retail shops. So, so in my stores, when we sell laptops and desktops and servers, um, it, it's a, a great add-on. You know, it, it's our version of would you like fries with that, you know, which worked Hi. out great, right? The I mean, upsells. it's our version of it.
0: <laughs> well, the
1: upsells are what keeps the little, the little stuff cooking, i found. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, there's the uh, business insurance, too, that I checked into, but mm-hmm. um, the, for folks that don't know, it's an email list. So it's not like Facebook and not a forum. It's in an email list. So if you're not on email, you better get on it because that's where all the action
2: is. Oh, yeah. And, and you better have an outlook rule, as I found out real quick. It was yeah, like 200 emails a day. <laughs> I think there was
1: – my outlook was down. Where my, my I didn't close my outlook, and I had over 200 emails in a day. Oh, yeah. I forgot to check it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. Exactly. Uh, I have some some filters within the filters even now, I've learned. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, no offense, but 90% of the conversations have nothing to do with me.
2: Of course, yeah. I
1: mean, it's MSP chat, so to me, I'm like, eh. But even if you're not MSP (laughs) and you're a business owner, they let me in just fine. So you just, you know, um, I went in, and the best thing so far I've gotten out of it was I met a few folks. One is the SharePoint Migration person that I'm going to have on the show again, and that, to me, filled a hole that I had in my referrals I needed really bad. It was really important, and when I found her, I was like, oh, my God, gold, and I found a few other folks that I can use for referrals, and um, something else I've recently figured out, but anyway, um, so it's a slow-going thing. You got to participate. Don't over, don't over-participate, and just kind of be, you know, figure out how to, Figured out how it works. I think that's the biggest thing I learned.
2: Yeah, uh, you know. I, I, yeah, no, I, I think that's very true. And then what I did is, you know, with the Outlook rule, I added a couple of keywords that if the conversation would have something like, for example, SQL or PHP in it, which, you know, that helps me sort of filter the ones I want to see too. Right. That's <laughs> so, right. So pulls them back into my inbox. It, it doesn't pull them into the other folder. So, uh, but no, it, cool. it, it's, it's, uh, it seems like a, um, just like a lot of the Facebook groups, it seems very uh, genuinely helpful. Like it people want to help each
1: other. It is helpful. And, I, you know, like I said, for me, it's nice. I just delete like 90% of them and then as yeah. ding, 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 find Outlook one, Office one. Sometimes I chime in on the business stuff. Mm-hmm. I like reading how other people run their businesses and things they do. There's one person mm-hmm. that said something real important to me that I'm trying so hard to switch my mind to is they said, don't call it a prepaid ticket, call it a retainer ticket or something 'cause mm. you know it's a little more business savvy, right? Sure. Yeah. I just can't get it in my head to call it retainer.
2: You feel like I an attorney? Like,
1: well, I just feel like that's <laughs> just so above my like small office clients that, you know, are coaches and stuff. Yeah. It seems illegal. So yeah. It pays a little softer. And I don't like using block time 'cause that to me reminds me of the old 90, you know, the old two thousands when it was block hours <laughs> and Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna keep my prepay. It's sticking.
2: Yeah, no, you gotta yeah, you have to make uh, make it relate to your audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gotta make sense to the people that you're working with. Yeah. Relate to them.
1: Well, I'm working on a whole bunch of new upsells for this year. I'm just finding them. They're just pouring yeah. out of me right now meat.
2: Huh. So you're so you're like sort of like bolt-ons for your current business.
1: Well a lot of my listeners are Office 365 and Outlook folks, so I'm just gonna give yeah. a little spoiler here that I've learned that I can make so much money compared to how I did last year because I was just so tired of stuff. And I've learned that like for example, my consults for Office 365, I just spend an hour for free giving away all my intel for the <laughs> clients to go, yeah, we'll call you back after we just stole all your info.
2: You know? <laughs> now that I know everything I need to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now I've got it down to an eight minute they try to tell me stuff, right? And I listen for like five of the minutes. And then I'll go, you know what, here's what we're going to do. In my free consults, I give you pricing and a form. So I listen to you. It's the same song and dance, you know, and I'm really cool about it. But eight minutes is what about they get. And I say, here's what we should do. Let's schedule a one-hour appointment. I'll go through everything with you. I'll teach you it all because at least I get the hour billable. And at the end of the hour, they're flipping over.
2: Yeah, you know uh, what's funny is we've we've learned to do something very similar uh, in our retail shops because you know it's one thing when they call you. It's very different when when someone shows up into a retail setting, and and like they're in front of you, right? So so now you're talking, you're you're with them, and then sometimes it'll become a, an hour or two hour type of a consult because it's a, it's like oh here, take a look at my laptop. This is what's happening, or or see how this isn't working. Can you get it to work like this? And and generally, like it, it's not that people want things for free. It's just that if we didn't set the expectation, then you can't expect them to stop in the middle and say, okay, let's. why don't you bill me? So so now we, we've learned to set the expectation properly, and then once it gets over a few minutes, because a few minutes is fine, right? We're here to answer questions, help right. them. But once we realize, wait, this could be maybe half an hour or an hour, we'll carve out that time and, uh, and, then, and then let them know, hey, th- this will be at our hourly rate. Here's the rate. This is how long we think it'll take. Uh, and then they're, they're usually happy to do it and, or yeah. they'll say, yeah, that's fine. Uh, either we can schedule an appointment or we can do it now. We have coverage in the store. So some, another tech will cover. And why don't we just sit down and, and we'll go through all of your questions. And people love it, right? But for years, we did what exactly what you're saying an hour into it. And at the end of the hour, now it's weird, right? They get up and you're not going to be like, hey, by the way, you owe me you owe me some money. No. It's not right. So you don't do that because no. we never set the expectation. So we're, we're much better off. Uh, doing that early and correctly now, and let, give them the decision. And also, so if any clients are listening, I'm, a, I'm very open about this
1: stuff. Like I've been down that road of one person, actually back in the day, I used to use that word that I never use anymore. It's called a proposal. <laughs> no more proposals. I used to spend hours writing them. I put the colors on it. I'd give it a fancy border and put their logo in there. Yep. You know, to try to win a 10-mail box mig- migration, seriously. <laughs> that was how important it was to me five years ago. Yeah. Now I'm like, eight minutes, get the form out, we're done.
2: <laughs> well, you're a professional, and the thing is what you used to do years ago, what you did in an hour, you could probably do in 20 minutes today. Right. So yeah. there's an efficiency, So you so you have to make sure you're billing for your efficiency. People yeah. are coming to you because they want it done in 20 minutes. They don't want to wait two hours and see if you can wing it.
1: No, and I've actually got it down to where um, I was smart this year. I filled out or I I created some canned email messages that people know are canned, but Mm -hmm. I tell them they're canned messages. Like after the eight minutes, I go, I'm going to send you a few links and some information I send to everybody. So then Mm -hmm. I just write a little note like, hey, so-and-so, thanks for chatting today. You know, fill out this when you're ready. And then I have a thing called a form. When you're ready, you fill that out because guess what? I'm not following up with you.
2: Yeah, there you go. And they're serious. And if they want it done, then they will. And, and, and it's, uh, yeah, it's you, you're sort of self-filtering that way too.
1: Well, honestly, with the work I do, I don't have time to follow up, you know. And plus, half the times I follow up, no one knows my phone number. They won't pick up. I leave a voicemail. Then they call me back two weeks later, and they don't know who I am. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. I've just learned that I've got things down to it's a nice path now. I still give the personal touch. I move yeah. on, I have upsells, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping this year that a lot of income I get is from me doing what I'm enjoying as the sales part. You know, right. I'm sure you are too. You're the primary at the company, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that sort of development, it gets you back into the entrepreneurial spirit sometimes because we're so busy doing what we do every day that uh, that we forget to, to have fun and we forget why we started doing this, right? Sometimes. Uh, I actually have people now. I have people. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, so you can carve out some of your own time to do what you want to do. You know, like for, for example, on my side, uh, it's the franchise. You know, it's, um, it's a big thing. And that's a part of the reason why after I opened two stores in the first couple of years, I sort of stabilized out. Um, and we're opening a third actually this year. But the reason we stopped uh, the growth a, a little bit is because we were refining internal processes. Right. And that's a lot of what I enjoy is, uh, is getting the system right. So I've always been like sort of a, a macro thinker that way. I, I want to get everything right so that way we can we can scale it. And uh, what I realized, what I didn't realize early on is it takes a lot of work.
1: What? <laughs> to, write, to do a franchise? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, you know, when I asked you, I was like, "I mean, are you really doing <laughs> a franchise right now? Stores are closing. And you're like, mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Well, and, and tell us about yeah. it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so uh, that's actually, a, you know, that's actually part of the, uh, the good news. Uh, what I found, and this is uh, very simple, is the marketing piece that you know well about from SEO, which is in general, when you have retail stores, the, uh, the marketing piece, whether it's online ads or, or physical mail, whatever it is, is so critical to grow the core of the business that almost every computer repair shop owner, like retailer that I've met, uh, especially the ones that are closing, they just never invested in it. So to them, if they look at their numbers and, and they think, okay, well, I barely made enough to break even, or I'm gonna go to all these chamber meetings and and I'm gonna wait for someone to call me. You know, all of that is critical, but if you're not injecting business through uh, something active, like AdWords, for example, like someone has a need today, they're gonna call you today, they're gonna walk in the store today. If you're not doing that, it's never gonna survive. So you know, early on, I would say almost everything that we made in the first few months, I put right back into advertising and that really helped. Yeah, I mean, it grew our core business, and, uh, and we don't have to do nearly that much now, but we still spend at least, I'm guessing, a couple thousand a month, at least on, on marketing and advertising, because if you don't do that and we just rely on our repeat and referral business, yes, that will pay our bills, and yes, we have a, we have about 5,000 clients now. So over the years, like, you know, yeah, so we have a base that we can pay our bills, and my techs will get paid, and, and we'll be okay, but that is not how you grow. So I think part of uh, the reason we're franchising is because there, there's a huge opportunity out there. If uh, if someone is willing to spend the time and effort to follow our system, I mean, they can make money. You know, we people do uh, buy franchise systems, though. It's in- big money. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah so,
1: I know it is. I got some franchise clients.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, so um, you know, in general, franchising is uh, is a great thing. It consolidates a lot of systems and 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 good uh, practices into one flow that someone can follow but what i've seen on the it side is there are msp only uh systems which there's a couple big ones and then there's a mobile type where uh, someone can work from home or their car there's really not uh any large retail ones you know there's one like mac only one um but there's really not any any place you've heard of that's not geek squad basically so so if someone doesn't want to go to geek squad because of time, reputation, money, whatever it is. There's no, uh, there's no, like the car version of Pep Boys and AutoZone and, and Midas and Meineke. There just doesn't exist that someone's heard of all right. over the place. So that's that's what we're aiming to be. You know, I'm, I'm looking, I, I would, I'm aiming for and looking to do about 2,000 stores in the U.S. Um, oh, my gosh. Which, it takes time. Yeah, that will take yeah, time. it's nice Well, there's, there's enough. I mean, just looking at census data and demographics, I, you know, I know what our ideal customers look like. Uh, in terms of, like, the the regions and the uh, metro areas and whatnot, right. there's enough of those pockets to sustain about a couple thousand stores. Uh, and so, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big task. But <laughs> we've been tooling up for the last several years, and uh, our time, resource, my employees, our money, okay. it's all we're, – we're sort of showing up at the table and we're, we're betting on it.
1: You're calling those guys your original 12. Come on. Like the- – <laughs> yeah no they'
2: they're awesome, you know uh i I will say um my employees are awesome they they're they're a plus players and and I think you really need that to get the system up and going and done right, so uh, yeah we, we've got a plus performers uh, performers at this point.
1: Well, here's what I like is when I've sent to me to referral, he always says, "I have a tech. Mm, I love it because you have techs that have the expert need, the the expert work. So it's kind of like you, your company's doing it, but you have the the person. Absolutely. You know, it's the opposite of me. I've got the people, but I don't have them in in-house. Yeah, well, know, the house. Yeah, you know. What the? I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I, I realized that was part of my realization a few years ago was there's just no way that we can all become or myself or even my text so they cannot become experts in all of it. So um, I and and that's counter to what I thought. Right. It's starting starting in this business 20 years ago. I thought hey, I'm A-plus certified, and I know stuff now. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you, yeah, you go down that track, and you fix enough computers, and you think, hey, I know how to fix computers. I'm good at this. But, uh, you know, technology came screaming, and it got so wide in breadth and so deep in depth nowadays that I, I early on started forming that team of experts that uh, I always wanted. My, my goal from a business perspective was always I want someone to show up like a customer to call us or show up in our store, and they have two responsibilities. They should have to explain their problem uh, or you know, tell us what they want, and then they have to pay the bill. If those two things are taken care of, everything else is my problem. It right. should be finding the solution, giving alternatives, figuring out the best price, whatever it is that something went wrong, server didn't start, UPS is late, I don't know. Whatever it is is my problem. If they can describe what they want and they can pay the bill, that's all I want.
1: Wow. Do you guys get a lot of callbacks? I bet not.
2: Not often, yeah. Not not really often. I mean, we we try to make our process in a way such that even if there was going to be an issue, we'll follow up in time um, or we'll at least check all the boxes in terms of what we should have done so there isn't the silly things like Windows activation, like things that we'd have in the beginning. Like, oh, someone forgot to activate Windows. Things like that don't happen. Yeah, those things don't happen anymore.
1: Silly little window. That's you know, so one thing I, I, I always struggled with to me when I had stores was trying to get the processes in order
2: mm-hmm.
1: and years. What's that?
2: It takes years.
1: Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> those that know my story, I just grew too fast, but training important processes mm-hmm. when they break them, fix them. When people don't follow the process, how do you correct them? How do you, you know, we find a, um, an employee that keeps doing something wrong. You got to, retrain them and I was just getting really exhausted. Oh yeah. That's why I think that I'm better suited to work with other experts and other referral people because right now I'm like, I don't have the stress. You don't probably have the stress but you might have years ago when you were struggling but now it's like you've streamlined it all that you can actually sell the process to someone else.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, we're not dealing with some of the initial problems anymore. So a lot of those are fixed. We're always tweaking, though. You know, things like inventory and things like our our financial accounting end of it and whatnot. There's always things to streamline and make better. Um, but we've started focusing now on tool sets. Like we just changed where we do our business opportunity tracking. Uh, we were on one system. I'm sorry. What are you using? Homemade, we, homemade? No, we were. So we were using Basecamp for just our opportunity tracking and project follow up. And now we're switching to a new system. We've sort of outgrown some of what the tools that that does. Um, You know, speaking of of operating platforms, you know, we're a .NET shop, so we created a custom .NET system that our stores operated on for years and kept adding things on uh, to to accommodate our workflow. I mean, those are all examples of what it takes to, I think, streamline an operation and make it grow. And uh, and now we use, you know, we're Office 365. uh, We're a competency partner with Microsoft. And so we use SharePoint and 365 and all of that. So we've started creating SOPs and going through a workflow of created, testing, approved, uh, and so we're building out our uh, package of SOPs for, uh, for the things that we do and, and not just the technical. You know, originally we'd say we need a, we need a technical document for how do we do a, uh, a physical to virtual migration, but we're also documenting all the other stuff. How do you handle a refund? How do you deal with a customer that is unhappy? How do you open the shop? How do you deal with a bounce check? Like all of those things need to be documented for the business to flow and for for us to not get pulled away in the middle of a day because of something that's already happened in the past.
1: All right. So, what's that like through a knowledge base that you built?
2: So we right now we have it pretty flat. It's all it's all word documents and PDFs and videos. So it, as long so my goal is uh, we're still at a, a stage where we're not as worried about making it look pretty or, or indexed in a certain way. It's more about just making sure all the intelligence is there. So we have it all stored in SharePoint.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Hmm. you follow <laughs> Robert Crane on Facebook?
2: I have not.
1: You should. Yeah, okay. Everybody should get on Robert Crane. That guy just piles out the SharePoint information. I signed up last week for some course that he gives away free. It's on yeah. course 19 already. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'll check so, it out. Yeah, he's in my Office 365 group. So um, are you in that group?
2: No. No, I don't think so.
1: Well... <clears throat> I think there's 1100 people in there now hold on
2: hmm so it's so it's specifically just about uh, office 365 huh
1: yeah wow it has 1100 uh, no 1012 people and it's uh i've pretty much started this group i think almost two years ago this spring but it started off with just me throwing it out to the it bug group yeah saying who, who wants to be in it and since then <laughs> i've been marketing it on my podcast and on my newsletters and Now, because Facebook lets you find other people, Mm -hmm. uh, or not find people, but suggested searches, now that comes up, and I I have a a question, (laughs) so I really try to keep it down to just technicians only, but on occasion, somebody will sneak in an end user and start faking us out, and I just... (laughs) Yeah, they get the boot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I really have... I really want to keep it technically focused, you know? Mm -hmm. And because Absolutely. we need each other right now. I mean, I think of me. What did I do, my God, in 2007 when I started my business? It
2: was a different world, right? God, As technology has, uh, has, cre- has you know, they, they've made all of our clients connected. It's actually really connected our community. I, I really didn't have a forum. Like, even when I started the shops years ago, I, I other than driving around, and, you know, it was nice. I met all the local computer uh, repair shop owners. But I had no way of ever connecting with the type of communities that, that you know you've created on Facebook, for example. I, I have never had a, a way of connecting with those people in, until modern time, really, like in the last couple of years.
1: Now, all the people when I started my business, I,
2: mm-hmm.
1: no shit. Here's what I got: <laughs> you're starting a business, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. I know how. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I went to. <laughs> unfortunately, back then I didn't know what MSP guys were or mm-hmm. techs, rather. So I just went down Google and looked up computer repair and I kept finding all these companies and I did the, hey, I'm called that girl I just started. Do you want to have coffee? (laughs) I didn't know who I was talking to. And I luckily got about four coffee meetings and these guys were like, they were MSPs. They're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to go to people's homes. They didn't get it, but they did because they did originally. Everybody starts there, right? Yep. But there was one guy that actually sat with me for an hour and told me to read Emith. And funny enough, this is like the first month or two. Yeah, um, I happened to get really into LinkedIn. And about a year later, I was the queen of LinkedIn. And then he was like, hey, did I meet you at that coffee shop? I'm like, yeah,
2: dude.
1: Now yeah. I'm the queen. So I love that. Love that. Yeah. And, you know, we started because when you're competitors, sometimes people don't want to be friends. That's why I loved. When I found TechNibble in 2010, I was like, man, these people don't live by me. I can talk.
2: Yeah, That's They're right. You're, yeah, you're not competing with anyone there.
1: No, and, I, and actually I found my, my my creative space there. I found that nobody really – well, there's people that like talking marketing, but that's my favorite thing. So I would just start writing all these <laughs> new posts about marketing, and it was fun. Yeah, I had my own little, you know little thing right there. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's so nice to have other people to work with, though, and, and the thing is, I, um, you can only Google so much, right?
2: Yeah, that's true, Well, and, and, even, and even if you could Google it, sometimes it's nice to have the answer, just, right. like, just be able to, to take care of it in the moment, instead of spending an hour or two figuring it out.
1: Right, well, I didn't want to come off too crass earlier when I said, you know, I don't want to help people on Facebook, I mean, the private chat help, that's, a, I mean, if you're in a group. I'll help as much as I can. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and to your credit, I've never noticed that actually. I've always noticed that you have been very forthcoming with help and uh, and been willing to help. So yeah, you know, I don't know about your private messages, um, you know, what people are asking you there, but on the on the groups, you've been pretty spot on. You've been pretty spot on to help people, so it's been great.
1: I actually, I have one guy blocked right now. Well, because <laughs> I've got a few blocked, but the point is, is that you yeah. wouldn't even say, "Hey, Lisa, can you help me or will you?" It was. Here's my problem. What should I do? I'm like, how about please and thank you? And plus, I don't even really know you. Like, come on, dude, throw me a bone here. Like, hey, Lisa.
2: Maybe he thought you were Microsoft support.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. But I, I, I don't know. I just have been like, go ask the groups, and I send them a link and send them on their way. But I don't know. You know what though? I actually like with you. You chatted with me, and now look, we're friends and colleagues and referring partners and. You know, that's why I love keep things open. You never know where it's going to lead to.
2: Oh, that, that's exactly it. Yeah, it, it's a great uh, it's a great network of uh, I, of IT. You know, I look at it as like a web.
1: I know. I remember. I mean, I got a, I got a I got a referral here from uh, this uh, thing on ASCII, You might want to join the group. Poof, joined.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I figured you have good ideas, and that was another good idea of yours.
1: So, I'm like, why wait? <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody wants to join, I will let you know that uh, we didn't push this at all. But me and I get a referral fee if you join. Um, so I think we should probably say we'll split this one if anybody joins me. S- send it to
2: Lisa. No, send it to Lisa. She deserves it. Yeah. No. No. Well,
1: I don't want people join
2: here. What that? Uh, I'm the I'm the rookie here. You're the veteran. You take it.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> you it. The thing is, it's funny is if you tell people in a group that you join, ask you, they're all they're all like, tell them. I, I refer to you. wants to you
2: <laughs> after you, join. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I don't want to refer people that aren't going to understand the group and that, yeah. you know, it's not just like a referral lead service, not at all. It, it's really a learning and helpful email list mm-hmm. thing, but if you put out people pay attention and that's why, you mm-hmm. know, I was told right away because I'm a big promotions person, not to over promote, just to put stuff in your signature line and just follow the. How it rolls? Yeah, so I do that, and I get um, texts that say, "Hey, if I'm gonna ask you, I have a referral." I'm like, "Cool," you know?
2: Yeah, well. and I think one interesting thing about that has been you don't get the newbie questions. Mm-hmm. So you know, in a lot of like the forums uh, and Facebook and whatnot, sometimes you'll get the very like, which is fine. We're all novice in some things, but you get a lot of novice questions. In the in this, it's a little bit more matured questions. So they've already run through the the Ask, Attack and Google. And now they're coming up against something that does really require, like, a wall like, expert or a Cisco expert or something. So you're hitting the sort of higher-level questions where it really will take only, like, a, one or two people in that group that can really hit it on the head.
1: Right. But then they do hire each other and help each other. Mm-hmm. There's, like, the IT bug is a similar thing, you know. I mean, I actually had a guy say, since I've joined the group, Lisa, I've made three new client and networking referrals out of it. Fantastic. And I'm like, that – it's just, it's, well, the group is really you know busy right now, but the point is if yeah. you participate, you'll get some out of it. Even though it's yeah. free, the Facebook group, you yeah. know, it still has a value if you participate. That's why I tag people. I'm like, uh-oh, they need your help, but it's it to work. I'm actually a, a yeah. moderator there, so I try to, and there's not a lot of drama or anything, so it's nice, but uh, 21,000 posts a day now it's averaging. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think here's what they do is they count it as comments, posts, likes, reactions. So as long as somebody touches something in that, like smiles it yeah. or frowns it or hearts it, that counts.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's still a lot of activity, though.
1: Yeah, Scott just put out uh, a thing thanking wow. me and the other mod, Is we hit 21,000 a day. That's Jeez. insane.
2: That is. That's a lot of activity. Good. Wow. Well, well done.
1: Well, it's great. Well, well, before we close, I want you to tell me what that VOO means.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So, so uh, well, you know, I'll just take a, a quick step back. We rebranded. So we used to be uh, fast on site was the name of our company. Okay. And uh, through the process of franchising, it required trademarking. So we changed our name. And I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure it got a little bit closer to, to the to sector. So tech is, of course, technology. So we got that piece. And then the VU is vision of opportunity. So that opportunity, is uh, is for us it's for our clients it's for our franchisees we just saw it sort of all around and uh, we wanted something that was a sort of a sharp uh word i mean we, i i really like tech it yeah. was um uh, it, so uh-huh. it is yeah it, it's memorable and then when it came time for logo creation and all of that and the fonts like we, we were actually pretty particular about going through that process refining it doing it right and we ended up with something that that as a you know as a group of of uh, our staff and and even our customers we all we all related to it so we did a lot of a lot of ab testing and uh, arrived at it but yeah that's the vision of opportunity and and i think there is a great opportunity for for all of us the it group the the clients and the franchisees all right
1: also we didn't talk about your little web appy thing that you made that i really enjoyed testing uh, he sent me a link and said hey what do you think of this yeah. i was like i like it i just don't know <laughs> So I did the. Why don't you tell us?
2: Then you- Absolutely. <laughs> it's websitecost.techvu.com, and uh, and what it does is so. Here's the need is a lot of times we get people will ask us, hey, how much would this cost? And uh, we can wing it sometimes and say, hey, that's like a $500 site or a $50,000 site. You know, it just depends. But we got down to just ten questions. We forced ourselves to get under ten questions. <laughs> so without entering any of your information, without asking, you know, what's your name, what's your email. What we do is we let you hit uh, decide in ten questions, and you tell us in your web app: Do you want e-commerce? Um, do you need like HIPAA regulation compliant things like that? And once you get through those ten questions, by the end of it, we will give you some estimate. Now, of course, it can't be exact in ten questions, but we'll tell you: Are you in the five thousand dollar ballpark? Are you in the twenty thousand dollar ballpark? But we, but in that site website it at least gives you the uh, the entry point for. Getting an idea of of what your site might cost if you wanted an application to be built.
1: Oh, I will tell you that the one I picked was based, I think you sent it to me right when I was doing the call that girl.com site, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I here's here's just a quick story. Last summer I built a website for my SEO and SEO stuff. I didn't like that business so I closed it, it was just a service. Then I helped the IT blog build the website for that, right? And that was like my project. I built it. I put in a Google map. Yeah. I put, built a member directory. I was so into it. I must have put 40, 50 hours into that alone, right? Wow. Then I've never really done a website like that. So I realized, wow, 40, 50 hours. And I'm talking about tinkering with all the little stuff, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Times what? What's my value an hour, right? Yeah. So then I went and did the callthatgirl.com website. And that website, I've put in probably, let's say 40 hours, right? Times $50 an hour, which that's way low. Yeah. You know, so actually with your app thing, it came up with $7,500. And that's what I think if I would have known, if I didn't have the time to do all of it, I would have spent yeah. $7,500 to get that site. I would have known and yeah. budgeted for it because I got what I would have wanted. So it's a, it's a good app estimator.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, but it's, uh, that, that's one of those like small things where we noticed a need and uh, wanted to just put something out there to help people answer that question of how much. and you know, it, it won't always be like 100% accurate, but it gives you a ballpark.
1: But let me tell you that if I would have hired you guys to do my .com, it would have been, here's the thing. is lots of emails and changes and this and that thing yeah. because that's how I am. I'm really picky, so I'm lucky mm-hmm. I'm talented for myself to do it myself. But I had to hire out a couple guys from Upwork and uh, another website guy to do some finishing touches, and it's outside of my scope, you know.
2: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I (laughs) I think um, so that's another piece where over the years we've had to uh, create processes. So now we do our information gathering in such a way that we're able to make the wireframes, which are like the sketches for your pages, in a way that we show you all the screens that are going to be made and prototyped even before we build any line of code in the back end. So, so, because it used to happen a lot. We go build something, and then it makes sense. You see it, and you're like, eh, maybe how about a little bit like this? How about we change that? Now what we do is for apps like that, we build all the screens in the front end, show them to you, so you can see them and say, oh yeah, here's my login page. Then you click on this, it goes there. All of that is done before any line of code is even written or database schema is defined. So it's so much more efficient that you do all of your front end changes, then we go create the system. Wow. <laughs>
1: Nice. And then where's all the SEO love? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's right. Then we have to refer an excellent partner like yourself to get that thing to come up on Google.
1: <laughs> right. Well, actually, the SEO stuff is interesting. I've been uh, picking up some new clients here and there, little jobs. But I'm um, not 100% sure I'm going to be focusing my services on the SEO stuff.
2: Oh, I see. So, so from a business development standpoint, you do it, but that's not where you're focused in development right now?
1: You know, last year I thought it would be something I could focus on, but I just found that um, people weren't as interested as I thought. And get this to me, the people that I didn't think were interested have come out to me and yeah. they're paying me like $2,500. It's <laughs> not a small job, so I'm not even marketing it and they're coming to me.
2: Well, I mean, that's I think that, that speaks volumes because you're doing a great job. You know, I mean, in, in, the, uh, in the initial project that we did, you know, you, you turned great results. And, and it makes sense because it's a need. I mean, I can tell you because we do the websites and we don't do the SEO is that people always have That's always question number two about SEO. So, you know, now I, I can refer them to you and, you know, you can feel that out if you, if you want to do that business. But we've we've never found a great expert in that. Everyone says that they can do SEO, just like everyone is a painter. It's like, sure, I can paint, but do you want me to paint your house? No. Like, similarly, I, I think uh, with SEO, I think the fact that you know what you're doing is such a huge differentiator from all the other people that say they do SEO that you'll get business naturally.
1: I think the problem I've had is that um, people expect calls right away. And I've Mm -hmm. learned to say to people, expect no calls, expect marketing. Here's the thing, remember the one big one I found, I got for you in three words? If you even get one call on that, it's gonna make tons of money compared to nothing. exactly. You invested a little tiny bit to get one piece of gold that yeah. will happen one day, probably I hope, because it was such a genius key set, right?
0: <laughs> so, exactly. Anyway,
1: with all the clients I have moving ahead, I, I do a, 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 I figure out their town, what words they want and, and how much time it'll take. And um, uh, most of them want to just, hey, do the setup first, I'll pay a couple hundred bucks a month. We'll keep them alive then. And that's what you need when you're doing big cities and little stuff and, I don't want to turn this into an SEO show. But the point is, is that the expectations are it's marketing. You got to keep doing it. And I'm the queen of blogging. I've got 1,500, 1,600 blogs. You have to keep doing it. So, But some people have bought four hours. They're on page one for everything because they're in the right town. And it's slow. Guy did last summer. He's finally getting calls. It took six months. Well, Market, yeah, but it's worth it.
2: Yeah, but it, it's worth it. When it comes to fruition, it's worth it because it, it pays dividends.
0: That's
1: right. All right, man. What else do you want to say? Just give us all your all your deets.
2: <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, any information about my company is at techvu.com. T E C H V O O. Um, but, uh, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, hopefully everyone got a little bit of perspective on uh, my end, but also on yours. Cause you do fantastic work. And uh, there's a reason that we decided to partner with you. Uh, wow. we like your expertise and yeah, this is great. So thank you.
1: No problem. I really love what I do. It's every year I find something new. It's really fun being an entrepreneur. I love it. Yeah, Before we go there, folks, I forgot to thank our sponsor at Perverse. So make sure that you, uh, I'll I'll keep a short one here. I'll do a longer one next show. But if you are looking for an Office 365 partner, there's a sign-up down below in the notes right down there, and you can um, get on board as a reseller or partner and get discounts and use their awesome service and support, U.S.-based out of Florida. That's it.
2: Thank you.
0: Thanks for being on the show. See you guys next time. Bye-bye.